Hi, my name is Tiana, and this is the Career Alchemist podcast. This is your space in which you will hear how to build a thriving career or business by unlocking your potential through the power of human design. Welcome. Hello and welcome to another episode of Career Alchemist podcast. In this episode, I want to talk about transitioning from uh, working for a company to starting your own business and the reality of getting the clients and building a sustainable, let's say, six-figure business or whatever figure business. And I want, most importantly, to demystify the advice that is circling around the social media that you might be seeing from experts sharing how to build your six-figure business and how to create passive income. And there are a lot of misleading posts and advice that are out there without giving people context. So I really want you to be aware of how you're planning and mapping out your journey if you're planning to transition into starting your own business. So I want to present you three different scenarios that are possible when you are starting your business. And in each of these scenarios, it's going to depend how quickly you're going to replace your corporate income with your business income. I'm going to speak from the perspective of connecting your passion and profession. So If you are leading with your profession, your expertise, what you have been doing in your corporate world, in working for someone else as an employee. So if you're starting off with the same expertise and the type of clients you've been serving in your job, and you just want to translate that into your own business. So let's say you're working as a sustainability uh, ESG consultant, and you want to start your own business consulting the same type of clients. This is like a no-brainer of how you're going to translate this into the business. And this is often the case when someone is starting their business, they're pulling their existing clients from the company they're working in and starting their business. So this is just like, I'm leaving, I have a portfolio of my clients, you might be working as a marketing expert or legal expert, and you are leaving and pulling your existing clients with you into your business. This is the easiest way and quickest way to replace your income. So your business is just the change of the form of how you are leading your career. This is the quickest way and the easiest way to replace your income. The second scenario is if the profession you are working in currently, you want to start your own business, but you want to change the niche. So you're changing the who, you're changing the people, the businesses you're serving. So you might have been working in marketing, serving like in a B2B sector, serving large organizations, uh, campaigns, but you want to start your own marketing consulting company and you want to serve a different niche, a different industry or some smaller like solopreneurs. So you're changing 
who you're serving or you're changing the niche, the industry. This, if you're doing, you cannot pull your existing clients. So it's going to take you maybe more time to build portfolio of your clients, but not necessarily. And in order to speed up this process, the best way is to tap into your existing network. So when you're thinking of leaving, try talking to people from your existing network of what you are planning to do. Start getting connected to people who might need your work and expanding your network so you can replace your income, you can build your portfolio within your business. So this can be a longer route, especially if you're not building your business as a side hustle, or if you are, it's going to be easier to replace it once you've been building your business on the side of your full-time job. This is more exhausting in the short term, but when you want to start your business, this can bring cash inflow clients and steady flow of income when you are going from sitting on a chair as an employee to going to a different chair of becoming a business owner. So understand that in these two examples, when you are transitioning into your business with the same profession you've been in, where you've built expertise, where you have previous experience and skills. The important thing is to tap into your network, so your existing network, and to start expanding your network for your continuous building of client portfolio. The third way, and this one can be the hardest and the longest route, is when you are changing your profession. So you are, instead of building your business around the profession, around something that you have been doing for years, you want to turn your passion into your profession. So you either want to transform the way you have been working before or you want to start something completely new. In this case, what's important to focus on is getting your first client and testimonials to build up your proof of concept, to build up your service, to get confidence in doing something new as soon as possible. So you're building your confidence, you're building your portfolio, you are creating case studies and testimonials that are going to replace your experience that are actually going to compensate for the experience that you don't have in this new field. What is really important in this part is also to tap into your network into people you know, people you work with to join certain groups or if you're in some programs to connect with as many people and talk about the work you're doing so you can start getting traction and getting your first clients. In this scenario, what you shouldn't be doing is waiting to build your social media presence to start getting clients. Because if you're starting from the scratch, if you haven't been building your personal brand, your social media before, and you don't have a large audience to tap into, it's going to be hard to build and like immediately replace your 
income in your business. What's important here and why this is also your advantage if you don't have a large audience is because you can create more intimate connections with your existing network, with people who are coming into uh, your world into your social media and something to really empower you and not discourage you for the lack of the followers on your social media. And and this is really, really the big advantage when you're just starting, when you have a small audience is because you can build loyal audience and community around the work that you're doing. So what I would do if I were just starting out and building my social media presence from the scratch, I would be every new follower or someone you connect with, I would send a personalized message. This becomes much harder as your audience grows. And a lot of people are automating this. Uh, but sometimes like you can cannot really personalize with automation later on. So this is literally your advantage because you can send a personalized message to people who start following you, start connecting, having conversations, discovery calls, really inquiring what is it that people are facing the problems with, and really start building these long-term connections and getting your clients from these intimate conversations and personalized way of approaching. So if you are starting out something new through your business and that is not related to the work you have been doing, I would also focus on translating the skills and gifts that you have acquired throughout your career and all your previous experiences. This is very important. And I want you to remember this thing clearly, write it down somewhere, put it as a post as a reminder that you're never starting from zero. You're always starting from the previous experience. So even though your business or business idea, side hustle, whatever it is that you're thinking of building or already are, doesn't have to do anything with your previous expertise. I'm sure you can find the links between those and transferable skills that you can translate and explain how all your previous experiences have helped you and shaped you to do the work that you are bringing through your business. Something important to note is and to demystify is this expectation that you're going to build overnight your business, especially if you're starting to work online and building it through social media channels and networks, is it takes time for people to build trust in you, in your expertise, your authority, the work you're doing. So if you're posting, and this is especially important when you're at the beginning When you don't have a lot of traction on the things that you're posting is to really find this intrinsic motivation where you feel like you're talking to like an empty well and you hear crickets on your social media post that a lot of people who are your future clients are not commenting, not liking your post, but they are there they're seeing they're watching and i can affirm this from my experience i've had people like reach out on linkedin who became my clients who i've never seen 
in my social media, never liked, never commented, never connected before. They were ready to work after like six months of following my work. So this is why I really want you to stay true and connected to your mission, your why, your vision, and to know that there's someone watching and seeing that and you never know when your next client is going to show up they might be around the corner and just need a slight push to reach out to you another thing that i also wanted to mystify around building your social media presence and sustainable business out of that is to have numbers in mind and the statistics say that only like two percent of people who are your followers or your connections are going to actually buy something from you. So understanding that the conversion rate of 2% of your entire audience is you can calculate how many people can and would buy from you if you were to launch something. Also understanding that if you want to build a sustainable business that's going to replace your income in the beginning when you don't have a large audience, like don't focus on low level, low ticket products first and build up your business towards the high price items. Instead, when you don't have a big audience to convert, start focusing on how you can create a high touch, high impact service so you don't have to have a lot of clients. This is the strategy I would advise anyone, no matter if like you are just starting your business and translating your previous profession or you're starting something in a brand new area, is if you want a profitable business without wasting a lot of time and energy on launching, promoting, marketing, and all of those activities in the beginning of your business, focus on creating the high value, high impact service first. And then later on, once you have stability of your income, once you have clarity of who your ideal clients are, once you have tested your service, then start building and expanding your business by bringing on people who are going to help you with your marketing efforts, where you can start delegating things to help you scale your business and reach more audience. And then once you have more audience, you can build profitable products that are in a lower price range. And just to share a little bit about my own personal experience, because I love to share everything and talk about what I have experienced. And as a human design profile one three, as a three line, I have to try everything on my own, learn through my mistakes, trial and error process, and really share those that process with others so they can you can learn and benefit from my journey. How I started, so I was in this third category. I worked 10 years as a CPA in public accounting and tax in a, in a large organization. And initially, I thought I'm going to start my own business as a CPA and just kind of like that the easiest pool would be to do what I have done in the past 10 years. But I realized it wasn't possible because working for a large organization, we were serving clients who were like Fortune 500 clients, public institutions, hedge funds, 
large banks. So that work wasn't, and those skills weren't transferable to my own business because those are not the type of the clients I could serve. So realizing that I, if I want to start my business and serve small businesses or like individual clients, I really have to learn practicality and like new laws and regulations so I can do this type of work. And when I realized that for the rest of my life, I'd be learning rules and regulations in a field that really I'm not that passionate about, whereas my whole passion lies in personal professional development, everything that I have been parallel doing as a volunteer work, mentorship work during my job, then I realized I really, if I'm making this huge leap of leaving corporate and starting my own business, I really wanted to build something where I am mission driven, where I, for which I have a big vision and deep passion to learn about and continue developing and like making the impact I want to see in this world. So once I quit my job, and that was April 2021, I haven't started my own business for months. And speaking as someone who didn't have a plan, which is what I'm trying to to teach you and make you aware of to create this plan, I knew, okay, I'm, I quit my job and I knew I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. But I got to the point after two months of like, I really don't know what's next and how to get unstuck of, I know I want this business, I know the mission and vision, but I really didn't know how, how I'm going to, like, what am I going to sell? How am I going to create my products? Like, who are my ideal clients? Because in the past, I was doing more of like mentorship and I really wanted to learn and differentiate of like, okay, this is, I know the power of coaching. I had my own coaches and I wanted to really learn how to differentiate that that process. And I did my executive coaching certification during that time. And at the moment I was like deeply studying human design for my own sake. And when I got to that point of like being stuck after two months of quitting my job, I was attending some of the like a three day challenge by Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins. And I remember uh, Dean Graziosi sharing this sentence, which I always share with my clients, how to get unstuck. And the question was, how can I serve? So that question was a big aha for me to really like stop overthinking of what is it that I'm going to do? Who's my ideal client? And just start sharing what I know, what I'm passionate about. So at that moment, I decided to share what I have learned, a typical one profile line in a human design to share what I have been learning about the system so other people can know and benefit from it. So I created um, like a four or five day free workshop series where I was sharing pieces and parts of human design so I can motivate myself to create my own process but also at the same time teaching other people at that time I had around like 80 people attending this challenge and as we were approaching the end people started asking me for human design readings to to look at their personalized chart and at that moment, I was also reaching out to my network and people who I know and respect their opinion into what they're doing for their business, what they have tried to really show them, okay, this is what I've 
know how to do what do you think about it and I approached this with a very like open mentality and curiosity to see okay what is it that they're going to benefit from when I show them their human design so that's how I got into like offering human design through my work and that's how the ball started rolling in so I've gained recommendation referrals through people who have gone through this one-on-one work and that's how I started rolling this as one-on-one offer and then from there connecting and continuing to work through coaching with people launching programs like testing different modalities and the types of the work that I was doing to really get to the moment and find and understand my optimal way of working the ideal niche client process systems that I can offer. So I'm not going to go deeply into the the hows and what's and offers. And I'm going to leave that for another episode for sure and share that with you because I think it's really important to be aware of how you can build a business aligned to your human design and you can really see what type of work offers are going to be a good fit for you and for your energetic blueprint. But out of this episode, I want you to walk away with understanding of what is realistic and having the context of where you're at in your current career, what you want out of your business, and how can you leverage your current network and your previous experiences into building a profitable, sustainable business. And one last thing that I wanted to uh, mention in this episode is to demystify the advice on the internet and social media that is around passive income in your business. So you can see a lot of people who have been in business for years and years advocating for building courses, passive income streams from your business. But please don't get fooled by thinking that from the beginning of your business, you can build profitable product suites selling digital products. It's not something that comes right away and it's a big myth because people who are living out of out of their passive products like courses, books, ebooks, like they have either a large audience or they have been in the business for years and years. So yes, building a passive income stream can be a great stream in your business or in your career. If you're building a portfolio career, having something like passive on the side can be very beneficial, but have an awareness of the conversion rates I was talking about of launches and of what people actually need to create a transformation and to learn and how the products you're building are helping them solve that problem. So the more you start talking to people and understanding what is it that they need, how to help them the most, because not everyone is going to thrive on just like watching the course and doing something self-paced or like reading a book, etc. Different people get transformations for different sources and ways of support. So that's why it's really important to understand your target audience, what, what and how they consume so you can create something passive that helps them 
learn, transform, advance, or maybe just have fun through the work you're creating. So understand that it's a big myth. Like when you see big creators out there advocating for creating these passive income streams, that's just income stream. It can be a full-time revenue for someone who has a large audience to convert from. So just wanted to bring this awareness to you. And when you're thinking of uh, designing your business, creating your business in short term and long term, this is why it's really important to understand and have awareness of your past experiences, your current network, your current uh, stage of your business and to understand what your long-term goal is. So the activities, the products, the niche that you currently have is supporting you in the stage of your business and your life at the right level. And it doesn't mean that in the long term, you're going to be doing exactly the same thing. You're going to be evolving and so will your business. So really separate your short-term goals and activities and the products and niche you're serving to compare to your long-term vision for your business. So this is what I wanted to share for this episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I would love to hear about the idea, vision, dream business that you're building and working on. So please reach out and share that information. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Career Alchemist Podcast with Jana Burek. If you like this episode, please share it with a fellow career alchemist or leave us a review. If you'd like to learn how to build a thriving career or business by your human design, sign up for the free training and the link in this episode. For additional resources, please visit careeralchemist.com.